Welcome to Don't Worry About It with Neeks. Make sure to subscribe on uh, Patreon also or on YouTube. Um, at Don't Worry About It with Neeks, as you know, the podcast. Uh, I have a very, very special guest on tonight, um, a friend from home, easily one of the people that I hung out with the most. Um, yeah, Henry Chipperfield, how you doing? I'm good, baby. How you doing? Great to see you. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, ranch life, you know, you know what it is. I mean, you got the experience, but it's, it's, uh, it's different. It's definitely different, different lifestyle. Oh yeah, dude. I bet. A lot different from home, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, dude, it's been a while, dude. It's been a while since we've seen each other. I know, man. I mean, we talked on the phone, what, like, two weeks ago? Damn. And then, and freaking, dang, I'm not thinking out, like, the summer. But, like, early on in, the, in August, maybe. But, yeah, I went to school early. You know, I went, we went back early because of all what's been happening in the world, you know. This whole COVID thing, really. Oh, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for COVID. I just thought about that. If I, oh, my God. But, like, that was a, oh, my. It's just, it's such a weird thing to think about as a virus. I mean, as, as far as viruses go, it, it took such a big bounce on everyone's lives. It changed everything. Everything is different now. Believe me, I know. And it's like, it's so weird at school, dude. Like, everything's changed. Like, you know, like, wearing a mask everywhere. We don't have class in a classroom anymore. Like, we're intense. Dude, college has changed. But also, the timing, everything about the timing. Just the way things go, like... As, in, as far as lifestyle, like in college, you have so many limitations and things like restrictions. <clears throat> and it's just, it sounds so weird. It's so different. I mean, it's, it sounds awful, but like, it's probably the new normal, as people have been saying. I bet it'll change back slowly, but we'll get used to it, I think. Yeah. And I like, yeah. It's just different. It's really different. What are you going to say? Uh, yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, it is absurd, dude. What is, what is college like, though? I mean, like, it's fine. Like, you know, it's either you have online class or you have in-person class, quote-unquote. But it's not the same setting. Like, we'll meet because, you know, I go to a small school, so... You know, it's not too bad as you would for those big schools, but like we'd go to tents if the professors are like okay with meeting you in person. But like you're still six feet apart from everyone and you're wearing a mask the whole time. And it's just wild. It's wild. Like every time you leave, if you are not alone, you are required to wear a mask. And like at least Swanee's culture, like, you know, you, what we typically do is go out and hang out with everyone on the weekends and you can't really do that anymore. Yeah. Like I have not left. I've been in the same spot. Like we get, we go to a small enough school, not in the city, you know, very rural where like they closed everything off. Like you are not allowed to leave campus. And if you do, they send you home for two weeks. 
That is weak. Uh, I, I think they're doing the same thing at Amherst. And man, that sounds, that sounds weird. That's restricted as hell. That is not fun. But um, I've literally just gone, been going to the same place over and over and over again. And it's like, it's just that repetition. You get tired of it. Like, what, I've been at school for over a month now, like a month and a week, something like that. And dude, it's crazy. Like, it, it's just, you know, we're all adjusting to the new normal, but like, you can't have anything, like you can't hang out with people inside of dorms or anything. It's all outside, which is weird. Like you get lawn chairs and sit outside on a lawn or something like that, or stand like six feet apart from a person. And it's crazy. That is, that's weird. I mean, I guess, I don't know how long this is gonna last too for you guys. You know, I mean, is it going to change? Is it going to be like this forever? Yeah, I doubt it. I don't think so. I see it happening. I think by the time there's a, there's a vaccine, that's, that's going to be a big change. I don't think that's going to be the, you know, the answer. That's going to be the, the be it all, be all end all. But I think, I think you're going to have to get, I don't know. I, I really hope I, it, I think, and I, a lot of people probably would agree that um, the schools are not handling this well. They are taking, but it also, to that being said, it's a difficult task. You're putting a lot of kids back together who live in different parts of the country, and that alone adds a ton of variability just because you're in different areas and there's just different airflow, like just things happen differently, but also there's kids with underlying health issues that may not even know about and they're at risk. But then again, the, that's only a thing that everyone has a risk. So we, we just try to get the lowest amount of risk, but there's a certain point where we know what the lowest is, but what we need to do to that, people aren't willing to do. People are not willing to just be at home because they're at risk. I mean, a lot of people have been, but I'm saying now at this age, if you told kids to want to go back, and they choose to stay, they would not want to just stay home all the time. I mean, it's more quarantining. And even going forward too, those people at risk would have to be at home for much longer outside of the ages in college and stuff. Um, I completely agree with you. Like, it's weird. Like, they've been testing, I mean, like, they've been testing us once a week. Like, every week we've been here, they've been testing us. It's crazy. It works because, you know, we're a small school, but then you see, but then, uh, like, did you see that JMU got sent home the other week? I know. Uh, Yeah. Dude, that, and like UNC, they got like kicked off campus also. I've heard about a couple others, but I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but I've just heard so many restrictions is just restrictions. They just cut you down on things. They're trying to, they're trying to follow a certain guideline that is make sure these kids don't get in contact too much. And it's like, yeah, but is it really going to be that bad? Is it going to be that bad? (laughs) No, like at the same time, it's just, it's unlike anything. Anyone at least like living now has, like experience, you know, and everyone's just trying to go with it and trying to find the best way. Yeah, like, yeah. Pandemics and everything, but it, it's it's hard to do, you know. It's oh, absolutely. And I, like, 
nothing in at least how I've been looking at it, it's like, you know, nothing's going to be the same. Like everything's changed, you know, whether we like it or not, everything's changed. Uh, and we just got to kind of find a way to live with it. From now on, you know, Man. like it, it's not going to be normal anymore. We just got to kind of go with it. You have to accept it. The new reality, bro. It's not people. Some people call this the apocalypse, bro. What? This is this, what? Who? I would not go that far. I would not go that far. Oh, not even close. If the if there has to be a huge drop in the dollar, there has to be an insane crash, a new depression. This would, and then more, and more. It would have to be more. Everything goes to complete crap. You Shit. Know? Every electronic breaks. Boom. Game. Gas yeah, is the only thing that works anymore. Mad Max all over again. Fuck. <laughs> People overreacting about wearing a mask and say, like, it's not that hard to wear a mask. No, you know, it's not that bad. I hate the people that just complain and complain. It's not that bad. And you have to also, if it is, try a different mask. And then you say, no, it doesn't work. Shut up. It doesn't matter. It's a mask. You can wear it. Like, there's been restrictions now where, like, people, not restrictions, but general guidelines, you know, that you wear it into, the, uh, into a restaurant in certain places and you can then. Um, take it off once you sit down. That's pretty much pointless. You can take it off once you're inside, really, because the waiters all going around. I mean, they're wearing masks, but if I cough on a waiter, it's going elsewhere. So it's yeah. it's the risk there. That's assessing a risk and taking it, knowing that it's the this the 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 probabilities are low that really a death comes of that like that too. It's not treatable as much. I mean. People do die, but they just, I mean, I think there's certain ways, there have been motives to, or ways, not motives, but, you know. No, I, get what you're, I, get, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. saying. No ways. And, yeah, and honestly, it's like the way I feel that we're going to get over this is just like, you know, like even though you may think like, you know, there are people in this world that are like, you know, grown is a myth, whatever, That's you know. That's just stupid. That's stupid. That's a whole, that whole different topic. But like, just be smart. That's all you have to do is just be smart, you know? Just don't be dumb. No one asks you for your annoying, constantly rebellious, just asking the wrong no, questions. There's no need for that. There's no. 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 Just go with it, you know? Just... It's not like you're, there's so many worse ways it could have gone. We could have never been out of the house, period. That, that could have been worse. There could have been hundreds, of, like millions of deaths, millions, hundreds of hundreds of, like the, the, not only like this thing was very, this spread very fast. Yes. But if those people died, everyone that got it died. No, that's awful. That would be bad. And we would be forced into a full, not apocalypse, but like very shitty scenario where you're just staying home and you're not allowed out. Like I would only be able to be here working. But <laughs> no, you can't, you wouldn't be allowed anywhere. Exactly. 
and you know and it, it's just crazy it's like it's a crazy situation that we're in and yeah i just say about it is just be smart you know that's I, all i can really say is just be smart absolutely. you know I think we, we could learn from this too, because it wasn't that bad. I mean, this, this, as far as pandemics go, the extremities, like the most extreme is still not that bad, what we've said. And I mean, there's people that, there are deaths. I'm not taking that away at all because that sucks. They, like the fact that it's not that bad and people are still dying, it's, that's awful. But I mean, that's my opinion, obviously. I think we, that's a relative, very broad statement, but um <clears throat> we've we've seen worse effects on humanity and i think this just shows that even the most minor we know that there's a risk being taken anyways we have all kind of other kinds of diseases already that exist and people are still dying from them this is going to be another one maybe this might just be added to the list once we get a vaccine it just mutates like the freaking flu same thing and it just will just will it'll become normal and then we'll remember, like, we didn't really need all these weird, there's certain restrictions we didn't really need to have. It was just, it was either follow something or don't. And it was like, but it was so ambiguous this in, in the country, at least. I mean, in a lot of countries were followed and you could see the effects there. But in the US, people kept going out. They didn't care. That was either that lockdown that we tried to have only would have worked if everyone followed it. Didn't, obviously, because we're free. Yeah. We the hell we want. But now we're in this, now we're in this shit for other reasons that it's just poor decision making. But I hope we, we gotta learn from. We gotta learn from. Exactly, I, and I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and like, a, you know, I don't think you know, is COVID's gonna be here. It's not like it's yeah. not. Got to learn to live with it. I don't know. I mean, I did. I probably did the most the softest thing that you could do not only did i travel i got the hell out of here to the least populated state with the least people i've ever seen yeah. in life <laughs> and hung and working on the ranch and this cool. man this is this is a life-changing experience oh. i'm in the middle the the weirdest part about it is that i'm in the middle of realizing that i don't know yet like what where it's going to change my life and how but I've already seen like it's I'm working, man. It's hard. I'm tired. And it gets you day-to-day -day stuff. And you just you gotta stay focused. I mean, once you're working, you're working hard. And that's I love that. I've always idealized that concept of you don't have to work that much, but when you do, give it what you got. You know, be efficient. Be efficient with your time. And then if you go over time, that's fine. You decided you balance it out with a certain amount of relaxation lack of stress so you can't work eight hours straight a day like i work from eight to five and i like a little hour break in the middle so four hours basically on both sides you can't work for four hours straight we'll work for two and a half hours maybe an hour maybe a little more um and then hang out for another extra like you just talk you're using something you're sitting in the car just moving i'll be moving dirt piles like dude that's like a 10 minute drive each time getting going there and back so it's just this ranch is massive also and it's what are you what saying have you what have you been doing over there like so basically tell me about it baby it's it's just oh my god it's this place is this place is just a fascinatingly large and so well organized and everything um kept place but um basically 
for the first two weeks, I had the quarantine that I had to do. It was like the loosest thing ever. <laughs> I don't really care here. I mean, there, there's old, there's some older guy, um, like their, their parents and uncles of the, like, there's three generations here. I guess it's the, the grandparents of the kids that live here. Um, but then the, you know, the people that run it really are the middle-aged and older. Yeah, but whatever. Putting them at risk, they're older. That's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Um, but that was the only concern really. So I didn't, I social distance with them, but like for the most part, I was just working on my own. Had my own ATV. I still have it. It's pretty sick. Fun to have. Uh, I'll tell you about it now. <laughs> Later. Um, and, um, huh, what was I saying? Oh, we, uh, well, yeah. So for the first two weeks, that was my um, basically rolling fence phase. It was this rolling fence. I just got barbed wire fence. There'd be like four lines between one and four, like of just lengths just a couple hundred yards at a time just fence i'd have to sometimes it was for the most part it was never just flat on the ground because it was so old it was over a hundred years old barbed wire fence that's just fallen off the posts and stuff but some of it was like tangled in the shrubs pulled off from like any animal that ran to elk and cows and stuff that just went through and pulled it off so most of the time i spent organizing lining up and just pulling off and getting so many like cuts on my, it looked, it was all on my forearms and on, on my clothes. And I was getting, and, and sometimes I'd get it in my body cause they'd roll up and I'd catch. And it's just like, every time it doesn't hurt that much. You're just like, God damn it. Like it just keeps happening. I got, I one day I wore a short sleeve shirt. I regret it. Totally got cuts all on my arms. They've already gone away, which is good. Huh? Sleeve shirt. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, and then I started picking up dams. Not for the first two weeks, really. I mean, for the first week, I was picking up uh, fence. And then the second week, I was kept doing fence. But then I was doing this kind of woven fence. So it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flat. And it's just woven. It's about like four down. I, it goes, I mean, I think it's like four or five or six going uh, laterally, I mean. And then, like, you just got rows going or columns going down. So it's pretty easy to roll once you get it. But, like, if you have to pull it through a straight up, like, the base of a bush, well, I'm just, like, assault, I get in a fight with a bush. And it's this grease wood. This stuff, like, cuts. And it is so annoying. So annoying. I have to uproot sometimes. It's just, you're like, can I just, and, well, sometimes also you'll have to cut through the wire. That's fine. I can do that. I can just pull from both sides and it separates. Sometimes you can't do that because it's literally grown into the fence or the other way around. The fence has grown or the plant has grown and the fence has just stayed there and it kind of round it in that sense. Not into the fence, <laughs> around the fence, in through the fence. <sighs> yeah. And then picking up dams. Hmm? Exhausting work. That's tiring in itself. But now I, then I was picking up these dams. They're basically like a, a a, um, a wooden bar going across and then a tarp, kind of orange tarp going down, hanging off of it. So kind of wrapped around and you just roll them up. I, just, I drive a lot. So I, I wear headphones and just, because if you're on an ATV, like, it's loud. It's just not a pleasant sound. So when I was, when I was rolling fence, I had a speaker with me and I'd put it in my pocket. Because <coughs> if I had headphones on, dude, 
I'd start, so I'd be dripping. I'd break the headphones because of how sweaty I get. <laughs> it's so bad. So I had the, on the belt loop, I had the, um, I had the speaker. And then uh, when I've been driving, it's like chilly out. So I, I kind of wear a sweater or something and just drive around and roll up these dams, um, put them on with bungee cords on the back and just drive around. Um, had a bad experience there, <laughs> almost freaking died. No, <laughs> uh, it was, I was driving and they're, so they're like, it's like a half pipe in the sense that you, they just dig hole. It's called a ditch, which makes sense, but a ditch when I think of it as a hole in the ground and it's just one, like it's more vertical than it is long. These are like ditches going like, like it's like a pipeline, but in the sense of irrigation. So it's just ditches in the, in, in the land. And sometimes they weave and sometimes they split off. And I didn't know, I checked the map because that's how I've never, I'd never really been there. So I didn't know the kind of the formation or everything, like the way they curled and everything. And what it split off and then weaved. So I catch, I basically, my right tire, like basically each goes in, out, it wobbles and then it catches it. I basically, I nervously, because the throttle's on my thumb, I accelerate because I just close my hand and I flex basically. You get tense. Yeah. <laughs> it caught the left wheel caught in like the side of a ditch like at an angle just enough and it just boom flew right over and i and then it tumbled and it actually landed on my legs but then kind of rolled back up bro i thought my legs broke and for the moment i was lying i was like oh my god oh my god i'm alone i was screaming yeah. i was screaming man it was it was bad but the, and then I get up and I'm and like and the next thing I thought I was like I can't play soccer ever again if I can't and I, so then I get up that's when I get up and I start stretching running doing lunges <laughs> like um, you know trying to bend everything jumping up and down taking my ankles it doesn't hurt right <laughs> nothing broke nothing nothing tore and. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It turned out to just be cuts on my leg, but my ankle is kind of sore. But it's been—I've been checking on it, but it's good. I haven't been running or anything, so. But man, that was scary. But now, but now we've been putting in this um, new—it's new. Well, I guess I fixed a fence, or a gate. I mean, not fixed. I took it apart really because it was broken, and just kind of have it ready to be fixed. I'm gonna fix it, but not yet. Don't feel like it's too hot. Um, no, it's, there's so many projects. There's so many things to do. I've done so many things that prep for other things. And I'm just going to, there's a second part to it that I got to do. Um, not really. There's a few, but, and then, but we've been putting this, you know, culvert, you know, that is, it's basically, I didn't even know, I had no idea what the hell these are. They're just pipes, but they're, they're, uh, they got grooved basically. They just grooved pipes. And you just like, we had to take this half one that was bolted. It was like, five feet across so it kind of it was pretty big and um and we thought it was either cylindrical or oval i mean or um or a flat bottom i guess it just literally flat like that and it turned out that it was it was bolted into concrete and we were digging into con we just ended up digging into concrete to get this thing out and so we had to use the backhoe just freaking pull it out with all its might and it broke off and basically unbolted the whole thing so we could take that off which is basically like a 
Yeah. It looked like a tarp in a sense, but it was so, it's so heavy. It is like incredibly thick because it's pipe. And then it's, I don't know what it's made of, some like metal, I don't know exactly. But then, um, then we had to take out the concrete as well. And I was not there for that. So I was just picking up more dams. And then today we basically dug more to get it in, or not dug more, we just finished digging to like set it up for the, and moving the dirt to get the, uh, the new culvert, it's much smaller, it's like 18 inches in diameter. And um, we uh, just dug, I just dug for a long time. It was exhausting. And then I started moving dirt. I was driving a truck, drove a trailer, pretty cool with the dirt, with the dirt pile. How'd that go driving it was good. No, it was good, I'm a good driver. Huh? Do you have to go backwards, put it in reverse? Oh my god, it was so annoying. <laughs> putting it in reverse. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's 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 hard. It's, it's not the easiest thing. It's not that bad though, because it actually took me I just thought it was gonna take me like one try or something because I'm overly optimistic about some things that I can do for some reason. And no. It took me like three tries and then I figured it out and I was like, wow, this, I'm going to do it better next time. And then it was always like, I think one time I got in one, but cause I would go pick up the dirt. I have to back on back in and do that. And each, and then drive back, drop it off, just go. And it was like four or five, no, like five times maybe. And yeah, eventually I got it, but it's annoying. <laughs> it's a process. Believe me, I know like, hell dude. <laughs> We used to drive the animals all the time to the fairs and stuff, and it's not the easiest thing in the no, world. No, it's not easy. I mean, you can drive. It's not. It's not particularly hard, especially if you're not driving that fast. But it, it, it's honestly, if you're like conscious about it, you're just not dumb. You'll figure it out, or you suck at driving. You have the worst hand eye. Not actually, but there's people with really bad hand eye. Yeah. yeah. That too, but it's like once you get the hang of it, it it's it's crazy. much yeah for sure. So you feel more comfortable with it. And you're like you know like I'll get there. You know yeah. It's one of those things. It's not it's not too bad. It's, it's not, not too bad. You figure it out. But exactly. um, yeah, I learned how to drive a backhoe too. Those things are huge and they can move weight. They're strong. They just. Ooh. <laughs> a ton it was so quick yeah it's so simple too there's like four things you got to do the only thing that's complicated but it's also easy to handle is the left and right brake there's a left side and right side brake that's it though and there's a gear shift box but you don't do any you don't use it it's like got four gears and maybe three so you just go forward and reverse there's a switch on the limits yeah but uh are there so what kind of ranch is it is it like cattle or it's a cow yeah it's got cattle and it's basically what they grow is hay and it's a feed they got 1200 uh cows yeah 1200 dude that's a lot of cows they have do you want to hear how big this damn ranch is it's amazing it's absolutely amazing they have two Sorry? How many acres is it? Combined, they have two land areas. They have two ranches. There's the summer country. They're currently in the summer country. 70 
thousand acres. <laughs> it's insane. It's so big. It's so I've seen I've seen maybe what'd you say? That is absurd. It's absurd. I haven't even conceptualized that. It goes up into the mountains a little bit. It's insane. It's insane. It's huge. I've seen maybe 40% of it. Maybe. Maybe 40%. Because we drive, I have to drive pretty far sometimes. But like, bruh, it's, I can't even, whew, it's massive. It's massive. No, no dude, I like, and I bet like the sunsets and everything, bro. Oh, like, I, have a, I just took a picture. I was going to send you. Yeah, send that my way. Dude, like, it's, I can only imagine because there's there's definitely like no one around you either. Like you're literally in the middle. Oh, dude, of, like, the, the neighbors. Oh, oh, dude, I am I am sitting with this. With, I mean, there's people. There's houses around. There's about five houses on the on the ranch. Yeah. And then there's a couple other buildings as well, but it's uh yeah the neighbors. There's a neighbor you can see across the highway. But they're weird alone. I don't. I've never met them. And then, and then it's. I. You can see one in the distance at the end of the ranch. You can see the tip of the house. But that's it. There's no buildings. <laughs> There's no other buildings. Is land everywhere. Have you ever actually stood outside and looked 360 degrees flat, never looking up or down, straight, just straight around, and seen the sky the entire time? <laughs> it's half the frame half the frame is the sky the whole time that's what i'm seeing when i look straight ahead absurd that is absurd <laughs> don't even it's it never I, mean, I don't even know what else to say like that's just I, insane oh i think it's, it's so surreal man that's the great part about this also is that it's not just it's not just like a learning experience and something that i'm doing and so it's a good work experience too i mean I'm getting I'm learning a lot about ranches. This is really cool. I'm with the guy who manages the the whole land, really, because um, yeah. it's part with the food and the nutrition and understanding. So it's kind of involved in the hay and the landscape, but like also management of ranch, ranch management. <laughs> it's a new experience for you. You know, it's something. And the guys are smart. These dudes are smart. These are really smart people. Not everyone, not just the dudes. Wait, you kind of have to be. Please. Like that's everyone, really. That's their yeah. livelihood, you know. Yeah. So they they should know a lot about it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. As as you would hope, someone. You hope so, you know, dude. Guys like an engineer. So. Andy's his name's Andy, and he's a great guy. He's friggin' nicest dude. Um, he makes a lot of jokes. Messes with me. Sometimes it's hard to tell, I don't know, but for the most part I do, and he's just chirping at me, and it's freaking funny. Because I haven't gotten like chirped and doing something, I've been just pretty neutral in my conversations, and I was like, oh, someone took notice. <laughs> um, but he, he's like an, I can't remember it now. It's, it's geological engineering, I think. It's like mining and stuff, and understanding like landscapes, and explorative some things. But it's, it's like basically understanding like the earth and how to build on it, how to change it, what to get out of it, the minerals and everything, the nutritions, the ability to grow certain places. Dude, really smart guy. <laughs> he understands land really well. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like. Oh, he does. Yeah. 
Um, he's six nine too. Pretty sick. Big boy. Yeah. Um, boy. Yeah, the ranch boy. He lived like on the other side of the mountain when he was growing up. <laughs> he, he married it, grew up here, and then married here. I mean, and he's living here now. He's been living here for like ten years with the. So so basically, I got connected. Totally like coincidence, but at the time, you'll figure it out, I guess. So my, I call my cousin. I don't know the relation. I know. I mean, I know what it is. It's my dad's cousin son. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But he worked here like ten, maybe twelve years ago, (laughs) and he um. Yeah, he said he had a great time. He did it for a year between his uh, senior year in high school and freshman year of college. And, um, yeah, and he said it was a great time. And then he got me in contact with a guy who, who lives here, grew up on the branch, and um, he was, like, the guy who my, my family member named Sam. Sam was – his name was Chris. And Chris, turns out, was an Amherst graduate – Totally random. <laughs> didn't, didn't know that. So uh, I talked about that, and that's about it. Like, they didn't really talk about it. But I guess they have, like, a tradition where they live here, and then they go east to school and then either do something and then come back eventually, I guess. Because this is, like, yeah, this is the thing. Generational stuff. They work hard. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like it. But that's good, man. Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a different. I have to cook for myself. I'm getting really tired of the same stuff, so I got to learn how to cook better. It's getting boring and annoying. I hate it when I'm tired and I just, I'm about to pass out. I just want, I need to eat. I'm like, no, I'll drink a ton of water and have some chips or something. I'm like, I need food. Cook some hot dogs and then just, Eat them with no bun and like so t- not actually, but I, I've done that because I was so tired sometimes. It would happen, but this time I made sure to have a good meal. Had some tortellini with cut up hot dog and marinara sauce with parmesan. Well, yeah. I go grocery shopping, <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, but that's all you know. Hell, nowadays it's not like you have to look at a cookbook. You can just. Search up whatever you want to cook on the internet. Now. How to make, how to make whatever I want to make that I have. I always, I, don't, I mean, I know a lot of stuff. I just kind of look up the times and times and stuff. We need a lot of bacon. I love bacon, so good. Who it's doesn't? great, old microwave, but it's so good. Who does? But so, what's like? Are, do you have like a basically a house to yourself, or is so, it kind of like? So, I think pretty cool. I have, I have the whole, oh, I have a, not the whole floor, because this used to be a bunkhouse, and it used to be huge, but this, I have an apartment to myself. Basically, I have a kitchen, and then I have, like, a living area with a couch. There's going to be a TV on the wall, so it's just, like, an empty wall. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but I don't really care about the TV, don't really need it. The little table on the floor wall, and then there's literally this room exactly the same. It's got two windows, it's three windows total instead of one window right here on this wall. I don't feel like I'm showing the camera but it's like mirror on the other side. Got this thing here, this uh, closet, I guess, yeah, closet. Um, And it's on the other side and I have that, it's a nice room. I got a nice bed. And then there's the rest of the basement everywhere else, but like 
Oh, and I have a bathroom, washing machine, and dryer in there too. So I have, I have an apartment. It's nice. And I live above Andy and his wife, Jesse, who Jesse grew up here and um, then married Andy. So I got kids. Yeah. No, it's a really nice setup, man. It's, it's new too. I'm the first person to, to stay in it. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much, once I get the truck, it's still like old and very bad right now. Um, but once I get it, I'm going to have a lot more freedom. I mean, I can go, I've gone to town once to go shopping, yeah. But they get groceries for me. So I'm like, and I don't really need to do much. I'm just chilling. Especially now I got this going. This is going to be a lot of fun. I just hang yeah, out. Everyone, you know? Yeah. So this, this is the, really the main reason I, I'd rather have this than the truck. I don't need the truck. I can just, this is like 10 bucks and maybe more. I think 30, but yeah. I mean, but you know, the truck yeah. makes a little bit of your life easier, you know? Yeah. It's, I'm just talking. It's great. This is fun. Um, yeah, dude. I'm yeah. having a time. You know? you know, what's a cool thing I've actually just thought about since I remember we wanted to talk about politics. I guess started on this. So, you know, cool. I go but Amherst and incredibly I've, I've think uh, more of my friends are liberal than they are um, conservative. Conservative. Um, I have friends that are conservative as well, but I'd say the better half are liberal. That's probably the big thing in the young age. Being in a, in a more conservative state is, is going to be interesting. It's kind of started. I've, I've talked to everyone here, so I started to hear it. Like, you not hear it, you just listen to their side of it. I mean, it's a totally different lifestyle. So I'm totally understanding. I want to know. I want to learn. I want to <clears throat> understand this. Because this is something that, like, feeding – this is feeding me when I go to eat a burger at, like, Five Guys, freaking McDonald's, Burger King, some Wendy's, all those, you know, burger stores and burger shops. Um, burger shops, just fast food, really. And – uh yeah, and then they make st they sell steaks as well, like the yeah. But it's just crazy. I mean, like they are, they're in a drought right now, and that's not that's not changing anything on the market. You know, it's all set on it's a fixed. They're not the fixed price makers. They're fi they're price takers. So they're not. There's sometimes it was ninety cents a pound. Sometimes one seventy five. It's about the average. They've had it up to like four dollars or something a pound eight dollars like it yeah. it's all over yeah dude like even back home like oh yeah <laughs> you're you know, like I, I had to deal with that you know like uh even though we raised show animals you know yeah. uh but we had one extra over and we couldn't sell um we would take it to the market and like it just depends on the economy it depends how everything is like yeah, it's you know, Luck. It's so weird. It, all it, is. it changes so much, dude. So like, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like when you sell show animals, it's different, especially like because you know, 4 H, like that's a whole different thing. And yeah. you make more money, like it's a lot, it's always going to be higher than the market. So. That's kind of how it's always been. It's never really been even with market prices, unless you have like a really bad year yeah. for several reasons, but 
I, you know, that's, you know, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's crazy. And, like, it's crazy to think about, like, as you said, like, me think, like, we never had that many animals at our house, you know, we, yeah. we don't have land for that. But it's like, you telling me that there's 1200 head, like, that is absurd, you know? Is the, like, this is what they do for a living. You're yeah. like, this is like a show. You're doing it because you care, but it's like dedication still. You, you're investing. So it's pretty funny. You want some return. This is life. This, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. And like, and, you know, not trying to go back to the whole COVID thing, you know, but. This actually hasn't affected them. Really? Yeah. Weirdly enough. People are still buying bur still buying burgers. <laughs> Hasn't changed really. So it's because I mean they're they don't I mean if they go to town, that's it. And they go to the office, they don't have the office is here, they work outside. So like they'll have to go, they'll just call people. So it's all people come to do jobs, but like they'll have electricians and other other uh, more specified or more like skilled people that know what they're kind of doing to fix stuff, but it's one person. There's like the risk is so low. It's there's no one here. So like, this is what they do. You can't have a city. You can't just start working in finance. <laughs> there's, no, there's no money movement around here. It's just, it's yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a lot different. I, well, I wanted to, I guess, um, jump on, the difference in, you know, I've noticed that like with lifestyle, but also with that kind of leads to like the cares that people have, you know, what you, you your priorities are, they're just different here. There's like, it's a lot more on your, it's like the engineer's mind, like being not innovative, but like finding the best way to do everything the right way. What's, what's going to do what, right. What, what do you have with you right here in this picture of what is in the, in the, um, you know, on this, like this big band, which is where we had to build the culvert and we have to move a lot of dirt around and stuff. Like, where is that going? How do we do it? Where are we going to get it from? So you got to think of that stuff and you, what tools are we going to use and what uh, machines are we going to use? And there's always, like the ideas coming and it's just something that I've noticed like the working mind too, that like <clears throat> they look for the solution. They look for the quickest thing, but it's not the simplest. Usually there's like a series of steps that have to be done and there's a lot of things that go into it. That's a big thing about the, the mind is that like that mind of the thinking and the in innovative thought, but in a sense, it's not just simple thinking. We're not jumping to conclusions. We're jumping to like, what's the next easiest thing? And then that leads to the next and next until we get the figured it out, whatever it is. Um, I've noticed that like when I, when I was hanging out with other people, like, like hanging out with my friends really back home and at school and stuff, just the thinking, the way of like, it's like a simplicity, but it's really because it's all that matters. But it's such a more direct way of thinking. There's not all these there's not so many things in the way, you know, it's just a, I don't even know. I, I, it's what would you, think? you know, it, mm -hmm. like, 
kind of how I look at it. It's like a simpler way of living and you only really have to focus on or not focus on, but like the efficiency on how to like how your lifestyle is because they don't have all the hustle and bustle as we do back home, especially, you know, we're close to DC. We're literally right outside of DC. And so, you know, in a major city and they don't really have that out there. And so they're just doing what they need to do. Yeah. No, it's, Rhode Island has more people, by the way. They have like 4 million. Uh, Wyoming has like 400 or maybe 500,000 people. Like, there's like, yeah, that's what I was saying. there's like four states that have a million people or more. That I mean, are under a million people. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a very low number. I saw maybe five, but it's like South Dakota, Alaska, Wyoming. I think Wyoming's the second youngest. But like, it's it's just it's incredible. It's incredible, really. I mean, the amount of land here and the amount of the size of the the sheer size of the state and how little people really live on here. It's just their relationships and everything is different. We're so we're so what's the word? Not predisposed, but we're exposed to so many people and so many relationships, and so we have. And like, including with social media, there's like no social media use out here, obviously, because they're just, it's just a different thing. No one cares. So the interactions are so much higher. We're texting, we're Snapchatting, we're Instagram DMing and group chats and we're, we're Zoom calls. You're doing classes. You have to do breakout rooms. You're automatically forced to talk to other people. So there's just so many ways we're talking, we're having these interactions in, uh, in life that when we're, I mean, in our lives, but when we're here, it's, it's so much more limited. You have so much more time to think about yourself and just think or, or to yourself really. So I don't know if that's like selfish thinking in that end because everyone's really selfish. We're trying to all be happy. So really well, it's for us. Um, we're not living for other people. We're living with other people, but that's different. They're not, you're not. Yeah. That's the point. We're living for ourselves. But I think that it's not necessarily that they're selfish thinkers. I think it just simplifies a lot of the thinking. Although they have a lot of problems, they have a lot of things to deal with, variables. It's, but it's, it's different now. But, you know, um, what I was meaning to ask you was like, you know, that's like, you know, you've been spending a lot of time with your stuff, like by yourself doing your own stuff. Like, it's kind of cool how like, it's just you and like what's around you, like all the nature that's around you. Like you don't have to hear like all these sounds and everything, you know, like being close to home of the city life and like suburban life and all that, you know, like you get to, it's a different level of thinking. And I feel like you think more about like just random stuff, you know, that's. (laughs) Well, it's not necessarily random, but I get pretty, I get pretty like, I guess meta in a lot of things I think about there's, there's the why questions, you know, I just ask like, what, how the hell did I end up here in this state? And then I think about like just the different things that could have happened and you just, it's, it's not necessarily, I get what you're saying, but say what I'm thinking about, if that's what you're asking, um, is, is, I don't even, it's really ends up being the moment and how can I make this moment easier? How can I do Because I'm probably working. What could I use? What could I make? What machine could do what I'm doing 
without me having to do anything. Like what kind of, so there's a number of things like that, that I'll probably, while I'm, um, well, while I'm working for the most part, but while I'm sitting here, I'm like, I could not, I could not be doing this right now. And it's not necessarily that I hate it. That's not how I think. I'm not thinking I could not be doing this. I could think what I could make something that's probably better and more efficient and doesn't take as much time because like, for example, the rolling, the rolling fence, like, dude, there's a, there's a fence roller thing that exists, but it doesn't work in the way they, they needed it. Like in that situation, um, for example, there was tons of steep hills, so it wouldn't have stayed. And um, I think it needed more open space and this fence was not anywhere near those own brushes and stuff. So I'd always have to take it up. And um, I was always thinking like, what could, how did, why am I doing this? Why am not I the only one doing this? Like who, who could I have and where would I have them and what would I have them do? And then like, I would, I, a lot of times I would listen to um, podcasts if I'm not listening to music, sometimes I was, I want to listen to Joe Rogan, but also Duck and Trussell and both very funny people, but also great communicators. They just talk so well. And it's yeah. so there's, they have this direction, but it's not really built into the conversation. They just kind of talk about stuff. Um, and that's, I, I digress, but the idea was like, I was sometimes having conversations with not like thinking of those conversations happening, but like as, as, uh, as something in front of me. And so I was, I felt like I was part of those conversations as even though I knew that I'm not, and I was just listening, but cause I was so, I knew about the other people that were being taught that Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell were talking to, I knew about them. So it was like, I was listening to them and you knew what they looked like. So you imagine them being with you and listening to these conversations and, just the effect it had, like, I was just listening to some of the stuff and some people are just brilliant, like writers, this guy, Malcolm Gladwell, great writer. And he just talks about really what he talks about in his book, but he describes it in much more depth. And it's, he's so cool and so smart. And like comedians, a lot of comedians they'll interview, well not interview, but just talk to. And I, I don't know, that, that was a lot, that was kind of the time uh, the most time consuming thing. So I didn't end up thinking, I kind of really drift off of my thoughts. I didn't really have a conversation, by the way. I was kind of just, it's all like kind of just letting the flow thought, imagining a podcast happening in front of me. That's what I'm saying. But then intertwining with like, how easy could I make this right now? Could I have some friend with, like, who could I have brought? <laughs> that would be one. Who could I have brought with me to do this? And like, who, who would be the like least complaining or the most effective? And who would be, the better way, some, I don't even know, but it was just like, um, it wasn't simply who obviously, but that was sometimes with the podcast. And then it would, I would, a lot of the times would be, um, I guess it's probably the most, the uh, noises I'll hear would be podcasts and then silence music. <laughs> and, and then obviously like the ATV driving and like other stuff, car engines and things and cars driving by, but for the most part, the second one, silence. And it's because it's, dude, it's amazing. It's, it's mean, it's ethereal. It is the, it is something that I, I strive for now when I'm, when there's moments where I'll, I'll be listening to something and I, and just in the moment, I'll realize I'm so far from the road. I'm so far from everything. That's the road you hear the cars driving by because we're on a highway or an interstate and it's two lane road. But like, 
it's a lot going like an ongoing yeah and um yeah if i was far enough away from the road you hear nothing nothing you hear the wind blowing and you hear some birds sometimes but for most part nada silencio it is the weirdest like that's when i feel like i jump on myself on my thoughts i go whoa like hey here you are and it's kind of because i'm not taking in all this stimulus for a moment it's the weird external like noise light like if i have there's a moment where it's like and you just you feel that there's that like the Oh, what was it called? There's a, they call it like when you, when you inhale and you exhale, there's that moment between you inhale and exhale. Um, and it's basically that like fully, con fully alive moment, but it felt with the silence. That was a huge thing. Just hearing nothing. If it's great. And I mean, <clears throat> I'll imagine like, I'll see the mountains. I'm like, where would I ski? That would be fun <laughs> if I wanted to. But because the, there would be still snow in like September 9th. It was, it was, that was so weird. It snowed. That was, that is absurd. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's been like, what, like 80 degrees, 70 degrees? Well, that's the weird part too, is I'm back in 80 degree weather. I'm burnt again. It's hot. <laughs> Very hot. So I don't get, it got to 87 today. And like, what? It was snowing last Tuesday. <laughs> It was wild. It was wild. Sometimes, though, it was weird that I'll realize the day in the past will have only been less than, like, I will have thought it had been maybe a week ago, but it's really like three days ago. And it's because some days are long because you're kind of doing this. I was doing a lot of the same stuff. And there's some days where you're like, it feels like the sun hasn't moved across the sky. It doesn't, because the weird thing about how big the sky is, you notice it because. I listen astronomy that basically the sky doesn't, I mean, it depends on where you're on the earth, the, where the sun is going to go across the sky and the more North you are, you know, the lower, um, near the horizon, it kind of goes and the winter and then it kind of goes almost 24 hours in the summer. So it's, that's like in Sweden, you know, so it depends and more South is the same thing, but and the closer to the equator, the more across the sky, like high up in the sky, it gets it, the sun gets up really high. It's really interesting though, because you'll see so much else of the sky and it's so blue. It's this like, it's perfect enough where you know at night when it has that bluish sense, but it's still obviously just pitch black. It's nothingness in between the stars. It just gives, I don't know, it's like a, it's someone just wiped the paintbrush across the sky. It's like here, have, have this background instead of, instead of pure nothing, instead of like what's behind you right now, just black. The scary depths, the infinite. You just have this like painting. Here it that is. It's crazy. I'm just Max. Windy too. I have a cowboy hat. I'll put it on. Had to do it to him, you know. Dude, I have cowboy boots. I gotta get a belt. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm riding. Full on belt buckle and everything. I gotta get the thing. I gotta get it. I'm gonna get it soon. Um, but I'm going to ride soon, I think, ride horses, so I'm excited about that. I haven't done that in, like, whew, nine years, eight years or something. It's been a minute. Yeah. It was. I love doing that, though. Yeah. I'm not 
I'm not your typical horse guy. I, I'm not the biggest fan of horses. But. That's a shame. I'd probably get rocked, but I'm like, dude, you're huge. I, this is a weird concept. Whenever I think about like, what's up? No, God. Oh, whenever I think about like riding horses, like, I don't know when I watched, I watched Yellowstone. And they talk about how, imagine that you're like, so you're carrying someone on your back, on your shoulders or something. It's like, you want it to feel the way you feel in it. And it's like, that's more of a relate. It's like a two way relationship than just constantly whipping at it and being very like sitting more than you're actually kind of riding and yeah. uh, digging your heels into it and stuff. And so it's like, it's just, I'm going to like take care of this thing. I love it. I, I'm so excited. Once I have it, it's going to be cool. But yeah. living things. We have a love hate relationship. So, you know, yeah. they don't like too much, you know, you could, like probably love one. you could probably love one. You'll learn. It's okay. Yeah, we'll get there one day, you know. They're, we'll learn. they're, we'll learn. they're really intense. <laughs> they, they're, like, they're massive. They are Wait. strong. They it's, are, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like they're wide or anything, but they're just freaking tall, you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of, they can be intimidating. I don't know. At least that's my opinion. Like horsepower on a car, that's a horse. That's the power of one horse. And there's like not that much. Like in certain cars, you have like 10. One, that's a lot. One tenth of a ho- of like horsepower, it's, it's hard. It hits. And that's something that like. Your power is what? To have like fucking, excuse my French. <laughs> don't worry about it. Like 600 horsepower, like yeah, that's a third. Yeah, 600. Even one 600th of that car hurts. Hurts yeah. a lot. <laughs> Could kill. Easy. Easy. Exactly. People, yeah. But it's. I think. I think you gotta have that relationship with it to not, you know, actually kill you. <laughs> that's the idea. Yeah. You would hope. You would hope so. You hope so at least. Yeah. Well, uh, but, um, dude, yeah. so, uh, what kind of music have you been listening to? Music, yeah. So, you gotta get on to that. Oh, I've been waiting for that talking question. Talking about the last podcast. Waiting for that question. Yeah, yeah. You, I've been sending you a bunch of songs. I know, dude. I love that we do that. They just get music <laughs> and they're like, dude, I know you love this. So, you listen to it. I love it. <laughs> You'll, you'll like it. You'll like it. Trust me. So good. Yeah, I love that stuff. But um, yeah, man. I mean, you you saw you heard a lot of the music I was playing. I mean, Tame Impala for the most part. Um, yeah. and then really getting into more of that psychedelic rock. Not like you know, I'm not research. I mean, I'm listening and I've read some about it and stuff. And I think it's really cool. I like the energy it really gives off because it's, it's for the most part. I'm not getting hyped for a game recently, so I'm not listening to like the more, for the most part, I listen to a lot of EDM and rap. I mean, I listen to rap a lot as is, but I think that was more involved. And um, so it was easier to jump into this stuff because for the most part, I'm just hanging. I'm hanging out with people and listening to music. And so we've been listening to this different kinds of music. I mean, obviously there's EDM that, and rap that I also I could hang out with. But it was, again, like I said, easier to dive into those because it was a different genre, but it was fitting this vibe. 
And I came to realize that like, you could be in a lot of certain like social situations and I could always play this kind of music. And you, you saw that. I mean, it, it applied, it never sucked. You never hated any of it. You're never like, nah, switch this. You'd be like, Oh, it's tame. You're like, Oh, it's tame again. And you're like, not annoyed, but you're just like, it's, it's there. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's you kind of make no, it's not that you were annoyed about it or anything. But like the nice, like, and we're both the same way. It's like, we listen to whatever, like if it's for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Obviously like I was t- talking about this yesterday also that with music, you can't just say I listen to all music. I mean, I will listen to all the music. That doesn't mean I yeah. do listen to all music because all music is a lot of damn music. And you're not getting all that music unless you're literally actively going through every song ever. I think it takes, there's got to be a combined amount of years for all of the music. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so, saying like. We, yeah, we listen we, to a lot of variety for the most part. Yeah. Yes. But also, and, we, I think, I think our music tastes will vary on certain parts. Like rap are different. I like different artists from you, but I appreciate, we, we appreciate like mutually, you know. But, and that's what adds to the amount of music we listen to. And I think that adds to the variety. But for the most part, I think we, it's, we don't, we're not like parallel. We're crossing constantly. Cause once in a while, like there's certain genre, like um, alternative rock, you and me, like that works. And there's certain rap that just works and it hits. Yeah. EDM, certain EDM and stuff. And just electronic, more electronic music, uh, older rock, you know, freaking love that stuff. Um, and I mean, I'm just like thinking off the top of my head, but like, there's so many, there's so many ways in which we, we meet, we have like meeting points in this, in the same genres. Like if this is, okay, then yeah, it's just we, we kind of disperse like, at, at, like beginning of rap, we like it together. And then like nineties rap. And if you're going through time, you get into some parts where we diverge, but we still enjoy and then come back at like a early rap, some, I don't know, later rap or whatever, but it's like different parts. We avoid and not, we just send, separately and then go back and exactly. i love that i love that about music with like with it's a it's literally a relationship with someone else based on i mean it's not solely based on music but like texting our conversations are mostly are just taken up the space is taken up by music at, like the music links so i'm cool yeah. with that. it's absurd and like when we send each other music it's like we don't send just one song we send oh. like like a couple like you gotta listen to these and then listen to the artist you're gonna love the artist like it always works and it's and that's and what i i I mentioned this yesterday i think i think a great thing about that too is that that can happen with any friend you have any from the closest friend if this is kind of the distance of friendship like pretty far off you could still someone just starts playing music and you taught like tony for example I never met, I mean, I'd never met Tony before I came to, to Swanee. And when I did, he just started, he laid out this music and he is the guy for music. And he was just, each song was just fire. So good. And it's a perfect mix of everything. Yeah. And <clears throat> he it was somebody automatically, I was just like, each time I was nodding my head and I'd be like, dude, what are these songs? And I kept adding the music. And I kept asking him like, where are you finding this stuff? And that, that sprouted a totally like, for the most part, I was meeting everyone through you. And then for one moment, for that time, 
I was like, this is me and Tony hanging for the first time. Like, I know this guy now. I know this music. I don't know him, obviously, in that well. But I talked to him for a while. It was easier to talk to him because we just knew that we vibes. And, and that's what I love about music is, like, if you're open to listening to yeah. different types, just to, like, at least once listen to, like, one song or a couple songs, you know, you may not like the song or anything like that, but yeah, a, you're like it's okay or like the song goes you know yeah. but it's different it creates like a different relationship with a person and it allows you to connect with people and that is like what i appreciate so much about music and you know i'm sure so many people have talked about this is like just how people are able to connect through music like all over the world like think about like hell people in europe like Germany and all that listening to English music and even South Central America they listen to English music they don't know the words but they like the rhythm and they're like music that reaches the world for example Gangnam Style I mean that's not American music but like it's music K-pop is all throughout the world we have rap hitting every part of Drake worldwide EDM yes bro you got all kinds of music hitting everywhere people so rock and roll artists too, like Bruce Springsteen, you have Rolling Stone, um, they just hit yeah. everywhere. Like, I, like I, I don't think I've met a single person who doesn't know who Elvis Presley is, you know? Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> exactly. everyone, knows. everyone knows who that is. Yeah. You know? And that, that's what I love about it. But it's, it's, it's also like, when you think about it, it's such a narrow part of our lives because it's just ears. I mean, we'll see some, you have pictures, you have video, you have performances, but most of it, it's all, it's all in the ears, man. I can't remember the word right now. That's not it. What's yeah. up? Uh, but I was, uh, where was I going? Saying like, I try when it comes to music like I try not to focus on like the media side of it like and just listen to the actual song that's a big part yeah, of it that's what I try to do I think, because it's I like, think well I agree like I'm, I'm with you on that and I think um, a big part of that is not uh, associating the or sometimes dissociating the artist from the music, from the news and from the music. So you can just enjoy the song despite that. Like, for example, let's say that some, someone had a situation like six, nine where, um, you know, he, he had to do something that really went against the, the code of people. <laughs> you don't snitch. You don't want to snitch at least. And people, the, the society doesn't enjoy that. And I think, um, Let's say, let's say, because I mean, I know people like Six Nine. I listen to his music, but I don't think he's like that good, or he's, um, or he's redeemable because of his music. But I think he, um, uh, I do think that if someone like that, who was, who was, uh, who's that good of an artist or whoever, just like someone more enjoyable, he's not really universally enjoyable. We people just hear about him. Let's say something like that. People that happens to a lot of people, they come, they have, they have scandals and a lot of issues like that, legal issues, but we still listen to their music because damn man, it hits. Like it's good. <laughs> I'll take it. And, exactly. and I think that 
that's an issue for some people. They can't dissociate the um, I completely agree, dude. music. I completely agree. And like that drives me insane because it's like, yeah, as you were saying, like some of their songs, like they're pretty good. Yeah. You know? Oh, listen, I mean, even if they're, even if it's my, like if J. Cole, I don't know how far it would have to go. Like how, I mean, I can't see him being, having something go wrong, but he's one of my favorite artists. Or if Tame Impala, like if that happened to him, or if anyone like that had a scandal or something really bad to really, really tarnish their reputation, I would still listen to their music because I knew that the music was not in that same heart. It's not in that same motive. People are very multifaceted. And so they, they're not going to rap about what they do. And if, if it is, let's say it's like, I don't want to say anything because it could get super misconstrued, but I just saying something that was super socially not acceptable. I don't know how I, there's a, clearly a limit because we have our limits. I, there's only, I just start imagining stuff and it's weird, but like there's a certain point where I think I can still listen to the guy's music. And I don't think, and even, even like a big thing is let's say it did turn us a reputation. We'd forget about it. Life would go on. And then you'd be like, oh, the song would come up again. And I'm not going to go out of my way and delete all the music of this artist that I have all of his songs saved on Spotify or whatever, something like, I'm just going to, it's going to stay there. And then if it comes back, like, and someone brings up like, oh, he did so-and-so. And I'm like, shut up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's music. It has nothing to do with music. Let's say it's 10 years old. It has nothing to do with what happened, let's say, 20 days ago. Let's say two years ago. Let's say three years ago, five years ago. Like, it's not that, it's not the same. They're not the same wavelength of thought and feeling and anything. So music is music. People are people. People make music. Music doesn't make people. Wow. <laughs> That's a slogan. All right. Well, we'll get back to this, but um, we're going to take a little, little break here. Um, all right. All right, we're back. Um, so, what's up? We're back at it, baby. Sir, we're back. Um, so, we were talking about artists and music. Yeah, damn, that was that got deep. Um, but I was wondering, has um, has your has your genre? Do you think your genre changes? Throughout, like your main listening, I don't know how to explain this, but like this music you'll listen to the most um, kind of will change throughout your life for sure. I think it changes, but do you think it changes? Huh, this is weird actually. So time is an accumulating thing. History is an accumulation of things happening over time. So do you think yeah. that when um, we're, our, our sound, I guess, in a sense, our ideal sound is changing. Is it us changing with the times? Is it us are changing because of the, um, just because our, our preferences change because, because like that's just aging or because some people revert backwards. They'll go to the older music. They'll kind of stay with that. And some people will change. They'll start like, for example, me, I was into EDM a lot when I was young, like middle school, early high school. And then I switched to rap and I was all over that stuff. I was fun. And then, I mean, it's all fun. Music's fun. 
And now I've kind of blended together like a whole set of stuff, but I've really started listening to a lot of just like the rock and rock's a super broad thing. It's like very broad genre. It's got so many aspects to it, but just rock more alternative, uh, neo psychedelic, psychedelic, but also, um, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties rock. Um, and just like, I mean, classical rock, classic rock, basically. But also, um, like now that style of classic rock today, um, the more upbeat, fast-paced, guitar intense, like it's great. I love, I love the guitar. The noise the guitar makes and the levels of sound that it can create and the wavelength it makes you feel is inexplicable and I love it. <laughs> that is what I'm on right now. And that, what I was talking about yesterday, just to finish the point, um, that... I've noticed a change also in instruments being used. There's more instrument, like you hear the guitar more, you hear more like just, I don't know, hand used instruments and more like uh, if you're saxophone, you know what I'm saying? Like it's more the instruments you hear in a band than you'll hear in rap and you'll hear more electronic, you know, bass and the drums and um, the 808s, I don't remember what else it is, but there's a serious, like, it's, it's just not, it's technologically made noises. It's not, not natural, but it's, it's not the physical necessarily. So with that being said, do you think it's two questions? Time, does it, is, is, is our music, is our change in music taste because of time passing in our lives or is it time because time is passing and music changes? And then I'll ask the second one once you indulge. I think, I mean, obviously times are changing and you get new generations listening in on different, you know, everyone has their own different tastes and you see in a lot of different like TV shows and movies and stuff where it's like you see like the older generation not liking the newer generation, you know, the younger generations like taste in music. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, times are changing. So it's going to be different types of music, but I feel like as you get older, you kind of reminisce on the older music. If that like kind of goes with your point at yeah. all. Yes, I think, like I said about accumulation, you know, history and stuff, I think you revert back to, yeah, I get that. I, I definitely agree with that. And I listen, yeah. And um, at least for me, uh, in the genres that I've been listening to, you know, like I used to listen to a lot of country music and a lot of rock. And like in high school, we used to listen to EDM all the time and rap, you know. And, and you know every year I feel like that every genre is evolving no matter what like every year little by little or like change by change like it always it's always changing and yeah. you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it and depending on how you are and I feel like it also depends on what's going on in your life is that that's the music it's all personal preference and that's what I love about music is like it you it it goes along with what you're going through what emotions you're feeling and what is going on in your life that you what brings you 
to that type of music that you want to listen to. Like I used to listen to rap all the time in EDM, but now like, it's also your surroundings too. You know, it, at least that, that's how it is for me. Um, like I don't listen to even like, I'll listen to country if I want to, like if I'm in that mood, but I've kind of grown, grown apart from that. Yeah. Even rap, like I listen to rap, but like, I've kind of, like, I listen to it. It's not like I don't, but it's, I've kind of been in that mind. Like, lately I've been listening to more, like, EDM or, like, alternative rock types music. I think that, yeah, I agree. I definitely think, and I've actually seen that in myself, too. I've, I've listened to, like, I've added some new rap songs, but I'm not on the constant adding of, like, when I, a big part of listening to music is adding a lot of songs to your playlists or like songs or whatever to your cue of music listening per se. Um, and I think we stray or we, we, we really kind of, it's, it's very hard to explain the amount, like the concept I'm thinking of, but it, it makes sense. You're kind of like, you're just a ball, like a pinball and each thing you're like tapping on one. And sometimes you get caught in the long one. And that happens, and like it's it's it, as if it's expected. You're supposed to listen to music for certain if you really like it, and if it connects with you well. You listen to certain genre more and more because, like I said, it connects well with you. And that happens, and then but we'll also not just leave behind. We're not just like oh screw, screw rap, uh, screw everything I've listened to for the past eight years. Like nah, I'm gonna. I mean, I've been listening to rap for as long as I can remember, but I've. Um, but like where I was in focus, I mean, it was like a couple of years, but I still listen to it now. I mean, I still have it all, all throughout my like songs and probably more of my, most of my music is still rap. So, and like straight albums because they're just great. Right? But I'm not looking for it anymore. I think though, like my second, I mean, part of that question was that like, is it also that time is changing and it's affecting that time change? Is that, is that affecting our, our change in, in genre and I think that is true because if you look at a lot of music now it's totally not totally it builds off of it that's the pillars of 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 what is history but it's changed I mean like rap is much different now it's younger guys and the pitches are all over the place and it's it's just different and I mean you see it in in uh in rock as well it's a lot more electronic um there's, there's a more sound, different variety of sound. There's also more, um, what was the other stuff? I mean, there's also like reincarnations of old music. You hear a lot of people like, um, you hear a lot of, uh, not cover bands, but they, they play music that sounds exactly the same as like old bands, but they, it's just their own songs. And that style is just reinvigorated. And I think that's, that's also an effect because we're adding, we're still keeping that alive because it's so good. But what, I guess like the main question is like, what's causing that change? Like how did, who thought that like, I guess it makes sense. I mean, the younger the rapper, like the more time they have to rap and the more they get to enjoy that lifestyle of being awesome <laughs> and uh, enjoying life and just vibing. And it doesn't, well, I guess it's hard to, I guess I kind of straight off on a tangent there, but I think it's really hard to explain like how we, how we got from, or how everyone gets from one, you know, uh, 
one genre to it. Maybe even a totally different one. Maybe not. Maybe it just builds on it because of maybe how the way it makes you feel. Maybe the same, even though it's totally different genres. Maybe they're the same genres and you're just within the same. It, but it changes. And like some people doesn't, and I can't explain that, but like, what is, what, I don't know, what's causing that change, really? It's a, it's a deep question that I don't think is an answer we can have. And like, going on to your point is like, as you were saying, like, new, like, people now are like, doing their own addition to these older songs, these older beats and everything, but they're adding it, they're, I see as like building upon or adding upon and combining it with the culture today. Yeah. So yes, like time definitely changes everything, but they're making it more with the culture that we like present day, present day culture. Yeah. Um, and so and it's making it more, I don't want to say relatable, but like, that's kind yeah. of the best word. That's the, yeah. Of, yeah. I think it's definitely gotten relatable. And I was actually talking, I had this like super deep conversation today with one of the guys working, but it was kind of similar in that it was different. We were talking about more like people and society and political climate, but the climate of society and just what's everything that's existing in this world, in, in the social stand, from a social standpoint, like tensions all throughout. Um, and, but in the opposite, like on the backs, I guess in the backside is music, the existence of music. No one's like going out, like screw this genre. They all suck. Like, or they come out that like, there's a deep, like systemic flaw. If you want to call it music, I don't know. I mean, there are clearly there are producers and, <laughs> album um, owners and like those people, but I'm not saying like the entire, you know, music industry could never be something that you could just shrug off as racist or, um, I mean, I don't know how much, uh, there's other type I'm blanking right now, but because of like, that's the probably the most prominent tension is um, racial tension. But I want to say that like on music, well, music is something that has been always that release, that separation from what is reality. We're just like, this is music. Sometimes music is about the times right now, but it's, an, it's a different perspective. So it's a different reality, really. It's someone else's perspective rapping about it. But I, what I wanted to, like, I don't know how I ended up on that, but basically is that like, it's what music really is, is always building on, older versions of itself and I think um in the end I don't know when that end is because time is long I don't know actually it could end any time any moment that's kind of the chaotic experience apparently the apocalypse is here you know apparently the apocalypse is here but that's not you never know but you know for for time itself coming to an end there's an infinitesimal we're in an infinitesimal change on what is everything ever. So what I'm saying, yeah, you know, that yeah I agree. I agree with you. What like, I was going to finish saying is that the music is, a, and what I wanted to say, like the the kind of the antidote for society and the um, and what is music is a synthesis of many things coming together, many perspectives, aspects, 
noise or sounds. And obviously in, in <clears throat> the tension in people is that we need to come to a compromise. Not one side can win <clears throat> because we've seen in, it only works in a really aggressive manner as in war and the, the extremes, but in a, in a, in a functional way, we can't have these conversations. We can have progress via learning because we're not stupid idiots. We know I'm creating a podcast. I'm an idiot. I'm talking about things that obviously there's no simple solution. I'm not giving you the answer, but it's a big, it's a big realization that people cannot accept is that just because I'm not subscribed to what you're saying, what your entirely belief. I may agree with parts of it. I'm allowed to agree with parts of it, but just because I don't believe in some part of it, I'm not this scum. I'm not this, this asshole who's so who's small minded and who's not, who's just a, a, a speaker for the other side. I'm a negative. I'm the devil. No, I am I'm trying to figure this out, man. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn about what's going on. And that's, I'm just, just jumping to society. I felt like it was, it's a good transition. And I think, I think we, I think to close synthesizing compromise, we come together, we accept that there are flaws in everything. There's trade-offs that's unrelenting, unre this unrelenting like sense that we, you must subscribe to everything that I ever believe in. No. I'm allowed to disagree. I disagree with some of your ideas, Henry, and you would disagree with me. And you disagree, I disagree with some of your friends and what, it doesn't matter. And like, you disagree with some people I know. And like, it, it, we just, it's just, that's allowed to happen. But we come to a conversation where we can, not, I mean, unsubscribe from one and just be a part of it. Yeah, dude. And no, I completely agree. And what, especially when we're talking about politics or anything like that, you know, I think you just have to find, like, you just got to keep an open mind with things. You know, you, as you were saying, we don't, we don't always see eye to eye, eye, to eye you know, like we have our different opinions and that's how humans are, you know? And, um, well, I think we're allowed to have those. I mean, we're part of, yeah, we aren't part of free will is that we don't all think the same. That's the variability of life. There's an exactly. adaptive change, and what happens with that is gonna be different to each person. So we think differently. A lot of people think, not everyone thinks the same way. That would be weird and boring. Life would suck. It would be so weird because it's robotic, it would be narrow, it would be rigid, and there would be no fluidity in life. There wouldn't be this like, you could be one thing and then be the next because you're stuck in this one part of your life. And as I've been listening more to podcasts and I've been reading a bit more about it, I've um, like postmodernism. That's the current, uh, I don't even know the, the era that we're in of thinking. Yeah. So <laughs> if I, I don't know the entire, the entire postmodernist belief system, I don't know that's not a belief system, but like, there's portions of it that um, like I know. And one of them is that the belief I've heard, I'm not totally sure, but I'm, I'm sure if I like listened correctly, there's no such thing as in the individual. 
What? <laughs> no, 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 no. We are the, we are individual people with individual minds and belief and lives. We all live different lives. We all have different perspectives. Shut the fuck up if you think that I can't learn. I can't if I am just pre-subscribe, I'm pre-just um what's the word? Predetermined to always have this one way just because of my of my ancestral lineage, just because of my life that I lived until I really became fully conscious, which I would say would be just getting into college truly, but I'm still feeling like I'm growing more and more. You know, I just, I'm still, I'm smart enough to articulate it, but I'm not like, I gotta get older. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but the point is, is we have, we're a sponge taking this information. We are stimulus. There's things happening around us. And I think that just cannot be refuted. I don't know why that is. I mean, what do you think? What's your thought on, on post oh, You've probably been reading about it and you're not it. So what's your take on that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't agree. Like, well, I agree where, like, with you that, like, everyone, like, ind individualism, you know, like, I'm just trying to find the right way to say it. You, it doesn't matter. You can, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Uh, dude, it's like everyone has their own opinion. That's like, you know, like, that's never going to change. Like, everyone has their own, like, take on everything. The only thing that's changed is how vocal we are about it. It's that we have Twitter now. It's that we have all these forums that we don't have to, like, go out there and yell at people and tell them, what's up? Everything. The media's fucked everything. Like, and, that's a whole yes, But, but, it's, <laughs> yeah, yes, but like, it's, it's something that is so, it's so relevant now. Like, I've come to accept that. Like, there's nothing, you can stop using social media, but a lot of, a lot of our lifestyle is built around social media. You kind of need it sometimes for certain things. It's like this podcast. Make sure to follow on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> real quick, you know. <laughs> but um, I think I mean, it, we're all loud. We've just the only difference is like people always thought these. I mean, not always. I think these thoughts have changed definitely. That's why they're different areas of thought. But I think people always have a spectrum of thought. Now that doesn't apply to everything. There's not a spectrum to so many other things in life. There's some that have less dimension than others, but for the most part, life is the large, most dimensional shit ever. <laughs> it's the most complicated, ever fluid, not one thing, doesn't make sense concept ever. That is life. And within life, there's all these multi-dimensional difficult things that can't just make sense but with more one answer is what I'm saying. And why, for example, like, one example of postmodernism that it's existing, cancel culture. Fuck that. It's, I'm so scared of it. I'm not, a I'm not like that popular. I'm not that cool. I don't have anything to say. I don't have like, fuck everyone. I'm not that cool. I know, man. I mean, I'm not like, no, I'm, for example, I'm not a joke. I'm not, Joe is the top. I like, that's so high up. I'm not Duncan Trussell. That guy's a following. That guy's, Famous, and a lot of people on this podcast may not know who he is. 
definitely check him out. Very cool guy. Very spiritual person. Really invested in the betterness of the self, and I like it a lot. He's a comedian, so it's sick. He's also hilarious. And, um, but, like, what was I saying with that? <laughs> well, um, I, think, I, oh, I, I think that cancel culture has really ruined, is ruined camaraderie. I don't think it's ruined. I think it's ruining. Like, right now, for example, so cancellation exists everywhere. It first started with people just telling on each other. It starts with snitching, so the tattletaling, the little kid stuff. Snitches, baby. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> it used to be that way. And now, now, dude, Tommy just sent me a video today, and it was, he, he was writing on, online on the Google search, and it said, it was go slash snitch slash, and it was report a violation for Middlebury. And it was to report kids who aren't wearing a mask, who aren't blind to social distancing. These people are teaming up. can get kicked out of school for not wearing a mask. It's probably happening in your school. It's absurd, dude. It's awful. But that's, that's people seeking out to, I mean, like obviously seeking out to kick people out because they're not following the rules. But like so many people are pro this or anti this stuff that like, why, why ruin some, why get someone expelled over something that is not even going to fucking harm you. It's something that is so distant from you. And I think, and also the prevention and the help that you'll get. And the fact that you have, there's modern medicine sick. And I think you can, you'll be helped. You get two weeks also. You get two weeks to realize like, all right, I might take like a, a trip because I'm going to die. And you know what? I'm going <laughs> to. I may, may or may not die, you know. But like, even if you kind of cut you two weeks, you come to grips with it. We're young. That's not great. But even then, it's like a 0.0003%. Like, no. I think no, it's 0.003%. Saying COVID doesn't exist, but it definitely of course, of course, I would never. I, I'm not I'm not undermining the existence of it. I'm undermining <laughs> the threat. I'm undermining the probability that we're going to be okay, which is really damn high. And so I just can't. I can't sympathize with the people that worry that much, but I can also sympathize with them because they're worried. Worry is something that is not 100% rational. And it's not always based on logic. And I can't argue with that. I'm not going to be like, screw you. You're an idiot because you're scared. No, you have genuine reason to be feared. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to disregard that. I might even agree with you on some stuff, but I'm not going to say that I, I, I genuinely fear for my life. I genuinely don't fear for my life. I genuinely fear for my life on so many other things. So yeah. many other things. Well, like, yeah, there's just so much other stuff. But going off of this is what I was trying to bring up earlier. Yeah, was off of the life topic. Do you see like the what was it like Venus or something? They found life on Venus or something like that. No, I haven't been reading the news. (laughs) What? All the head. I'm like, dude, that is wild. Let's see. What what is it? Life on Venus. Is that right? It's something like that. Let me see if I can find the article. I mean, uh, I'll look it up. The search for life on Venus could start with this private company. In the New York Times. Oh, it was the New York Times, so I have to subscribe. I got to get that login. But, dude, 
That's insane. Have we not? I guess we haven't been on Mars in any sort of, not like physically, but like with robots or anything. So we've seen yeah, it. It says, uh, it says scientists find possible sign of life on Venus. Yeah. That was the headline. I was like, that's super interesting, but I don't have the time to look into that. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I don't think that we'll be living on another planet in my lifetime at least. I don't see us. First off, I don't see us doing it in this solar system. I just, I don't know. I can't see that happening. That'd be sick. I would love that. And we would be so cool because we'd get, we'd improve our, under, our understanding would get better because our technology would get better because we'd be more molded to space and understanding how to maneuver through space. Crazy thing. But we would get good at that stuff. And I think that's key. That's really key because um, once we can, you know, exist outside like we've been to the moon that's cool space is huge that's not even freaking close we went to the thing that's connected to us by gravity that is the, the bitchest thing that we can go to so yeah, but according to some people we haven't been there yet it was all some people we haven't been and i that's i i can't imagine what their reality is like is space fake is is uh, going up to crazy to think about. It, like, it, it's crazy. The other one is flat earthers. I'm not getting into that. I can't. They also subscribe to the thought. They also subscribe to the thought of the moon not or the moon landing being fake, which is that is phenomenal to me. That is amazing. The fact that those people exist and they get on the news, I think that's hilarious. They think that this is a movie. We're in the Truman Show, and this shit's fake. This is a joke. What's happening? And it's so funny, but so stupid. And like, I love that those people exist and I'm glad. And that's something that like, for example, let's say one person from that group says something of um, something incredibly um, misogynistic and it gets slammed. And then that somehow, that guy speaks for the whole Flat Earthers group and then they get canceled. And like, what happened? That sucks. That's not freedom of thought. That's shutting down thought. These people have genuinely believed that the earth is flat. That's, that's hilarious. Let them be. They're not doing anything. And if they prove it right, so what? That doesn't, sorry, that doesn't make sense anyways. It doesn't, there's no reason like that it should matter that much. Life isn't, it's still, Science is still explaining the realities of life, and I'm fine with that. The moment, which is actually starting to happen, the moment, hold on, sorry, I knocked this over, I got emotional. Fix that thing. Um, the yeah. moment that we start like disregarding science, and not disregarding, but discounting, discrediting, which has been happening, I've been seeing it on Twitter, objectivity, is disappear is dissipating, not disappearing because that's too quick. It's slowly evaporating. And I'm not excited for what comes after that. It's just everything could be real, everything could be fake. You could question everything. Nothing is real, nothing is fake. History doesn't exist. I think, like for example, I think that taking down statues, you know what? C'est la vie. It's probably gonna happen. We could probably have better people up there. Like it's honestly, there have been more influential people that we've seen in the lifetime nowadays that have been throughout the world that we could be okay with having a statue in this country. 
I think that's where we're, I don't think we're there yet. I think we're getting there. We have the statues, so clearly like they matter. These people matter in history. They had an effect in society, good or bad. I don't care. I mean, I, I do care. I don't like some people. I don't, I disagree with some of the stuff they did. That doesn't mean that it didn't happen. <laughs> it happened. There, there were people that committed atrocities and that's something you want to know about first off, because that's pretty whack. And it's always interesting to hear about the whack people and the whack ideals. And you're like, how did that make sense? And then you try to relate to the time period and the lifestyle. It's just like, but that can't be erased. What's up? It's so hard for us to relate to that. You know? So hard. So hard. We, We live in an era where it has been probably 120 years, maybe 100 years, since we've been worried actually about food. When people worry, I mean, in developed countries, I say there's third world countries and very poor people. I'm saying the average people in society are not worried about their food for, for long periods of time because they have, they have delivery services. There's grocery stores everywhere. There's constant flow of resources everywhere. Now there's opportunities to get cut off. Like we've seen in the virus, that stuff, that stuff sucks. But I think the, the worries have transitioned from life itself, needing to stay alive, needing enough food and water to just be alive. That's the only issue to now where we're nitpicking our lives selves. It's everything in between that, everything between being born and being dead and everything eating and sleeping and going and yeah, it's very simple. And then it gets the complex thought and the complex, the, the breaking down of previous history, the breaking down of thought, like there's disregard, people are now disregarding like, um, what is it called that era? It's like the first thought era, <laughs> Aristotle, Plato, um, so, so Socrates, baby. you know, that, that, huh? Socrates, baby. Socrates. Yes, bro. Plato. El Plato. <laughs> um, but like that's getting disregarded now because it's, I mean, obviously it's been disproven, but we built on that. We've synthesized, we've grabbed the bits and pieces that make sense, and we've used it to apply things that occur today that still make sense today. We apply things. Newton's law of gravity, that's damn old. Newton's laws of gravity, I mean, those are all explainable realities of the world that can obviously not apply everywhere because this is Earth, and you can go out of space and be like, all right, this works everywhere. It's testable here, it follows science. I just I just can't see how you can take that away. You can't take away things that make sense. They just, just cause you didn't do well in science, let's say you, that because of, let's say you, even if it doesn't really matter what race you are, because you even see with white people are saying that it's white supremacy that we're following certain ways of thought. I'm like, what? What? Who? What? I've, no. No one's what? Who, what? only the people that genuinely want only the people that want that are the people that believe it exists. And obviously the people that feel a certain way negatively towards it. But for the most part, the pretty logical people that know that they can, there are forms of it existing. Some people 
do certain groups do things, but that doesn't speak for the entire population. And the entire population is like, yes, everyone is a person. They matter and they want to be happy. Everyone wants happiness, but then there's, there's always facets. There's always that, the trade-off, there's the probability that there's going to be a counter belief. And I don't see how we can just come to grips with the, the fact, the, the idea that we don't, we don't regard their existence anymore. How do you yeah. deem, how do you deem something that like, just it, it had an effect it clearly had an effect be it i mean i'm just thinking from the civil war all the reasons of the civil war and then to like the um and just like world wars and all that like the existence let's say they did there was some sort of um negative like something that we found out later that was like you know what screw those we should learn from those no, we should still learn from those world wars. That means everyone was involved. Everyone in the world knew about it, was involved. Not necessarily everyone in the world, but yeah. every country somehow was influenced because we were already that connected. And I think now we're so much more connected that we got to accept these histories. People have flawed histories, but that's why we have flaw because we build on those flaws and we keep getting better. We're never going to be perfect. I'm totally cool with that because I love people. People are really cool already. So I think they can accept those flaws because those are flaws make us real. That's reality. It's not going to be this straight and narrow, perfect, just following orders type person. It's going to be this person who's going to argue with me. And that's why I like these podcasts. I'm not just talking to a machine who's going to answer me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sure. Absolutely, dude. I so think so. No, no. They're going to give different opinions. Yeah. I give you freedom of thought and you're allowed to disagree and have that discourse. Free will. Free will, man. I don't know. I want, I'm curious, like, what are you going to say? And my take on it is like, Oh yeah. Like the idea of like competition, like as long as like competition exists, like with it has existed for, you know, thousands and thousands of years like as long as competition exists you'll never reach like that perfect state like that that's never going to happen in the in like you see it in the world like everyone has their own opinion on everything and until in you know and like at least in the u.s like everyone was always complaining like you either see someone who's like very conservative or very liberal or like someone kind of in between, but no one's really in between and you're never going to vote for like that in between person. You know, everyone has their own opinions. And as long as like, I think that exists. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, as long as you can, I wanted you to finish your point, but I was going to say just a part of that, like you're not, you're not one side or the other. You're not the middle because you can have parts. The big thing is, the fact it's that impossible. people think they're middle, it's pretty much impossible unless you're like, you're just narrow-minded in that sense. But the a concept of being moderate in the middle is that you actually have allowed yourself to think on both sides and you've allowed yourself to accept that there are some truths on, and, and um, not lies, but like falses being spoken on both, not falses, but you know, things that you just don't, don't agree with. And that's fine. And it's, I agree. But in reality it's like you know like 
how many people do you know that are perfectly in the middle? You know? No, exactly. It doesn't exist. I think, I think, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's difficult for that to, it's a rare, it's a rare existing thing, but you see more people that are leaning to one side, but not necessarily leaning, but it's kind of like, there's a, there's one, there's leaning, but like their tra train of thought is kind of going towards that way of thinking. I think I, I kind of disagree actually, because I, while, while I think it's true that you can actually, while I think it's true that you can, um, you can have a way of thinking that is leaning to a side, I think that's what the beauty of time is. The, you, the more time changes, the more you get more information coming into you. And the more people you talk to, it either happens where it can change the way you change the way you think, which obviously is a very difficult thing for a lot of people. But I think I could go into this whole discussion of how you can really change your mind. But it's it's outside of just conversation. You can't just learn from other people. You have to look within yourself and say, what do I believe in, and what do I genuinely? You go to your core. So it's a much more processed thing. But I think people like me, I believe, who, who live on a pendulum. And so sometimes I'll hang out with a certain group of people and they think a certain way. And then sometimes I go to the, I swing on the other side and I hang out with other people and I talk about other things and disagree with some of those sides, but agree with that. It, like it, I think I, that's what I say by the middle. I don't think, I don't think you can just be on one side though. I don't think you're totally, like you said, I, and I don't disagree with the most part is that you can't just subscribe to one side. You can actually switch sides if you want. You're influenced by people every day. And that's what it is, is if people, is the group of people that you subscribe to. And I, I think a balance is good. And like, I wasn't saying like people only associate with one yeah, side. So on the topic. It, it depends on the topic that you are just like, yeah, the topic that you are discussing, discussing. Like I may have liberal views in certain policies, but conservative in other policies. That makes sense because a lot of people will think, oh, that was pretty cool. You know what that was? History. That was, that existed, which means it's conservative. Which means it used to work. I mean, for the most, there's some like liberal views that used to work, but you know what I'm saying? For the most part, conservative means conserving the current reality for what it is. And I, I think you like, I know a lot of people who are, who are prescribed to one side and stay on that side. They'll sometimes listen to me, but they won't argue with me. And you'll see it because they don't want to argue with you because sometimes it could be that, they, they believe it so much that their side that it's, it's inarguable or that they believe it so much that they don't know what the other side really is. So if they were, it would just sound wrong. And that's like an insecurity in a sense, because it also could be opening them up to the truth, which kind of comes back to the whole reality that history exists. We, for example, like we can't be just stripping out uh, pieces of history of U.S. history of world history because solely because it was all white people or the other way around because it was all of another race of another continent. We actually need to add those and learn more about them. We need to emphasize those even more because they also influence their parts of history. So, and I I don't see how that how that is a problem. 
I think it sounds like a hassle, but it's a hassle worth making. It's a hassle worth indulging in because we're actually going to be learning a lot more. So like I was saying about the, the, um, well, the eraser of history, I think, I think it's the same thing. It's that like, you're allowed to think in different ways when, if you're really listening, if you're a conscious person and you're listening to people talk to you, they're probably going to like change your mind sometime. And in little moments, you might actually have like the, but it, that's, that also requires some strength, obviously. And I think it'd be, it, it requires some confidence in yourself. And some people don't have that. They're not willing, they're not confident to argue with you. So that just answers my point. I was saying like the identity, I guess the concept of identity politics comes into that a lot because they're just, they just, the people will snuggle into a corner and then not get out and not be willing to punch back. Not that you're punching, but you're like talking and they just like put on their headphones and go away and they'll block you on Twitter. They'll block you on Instagram, they'll block you on Snapchat like that. Just they silence you or they'll cancel you. And that is, that is terrible. I want to love people. I want to talk to them. I want to know, I want to know stuff. I want to know stuff about people that I would never imagine. I want to know stuff about these people on the ranch. I may never work on a ranch in my life again, but I want to know what the lifestyle is like. I want to know what goes into putting in the perfect breed of two alpha and an alfalfa and a grass together so it grows in the best way that can grow the best hay. Like, dude, that's not affecting me, but it's sick. It's so cool. It's such something different. And that's, that's only like, that's obviously an, an existence, but a way of thinking obviously comes with that. And yeah. that's what I'm saying of like, I don't think once you're not locked to one side, like you said, you said you pick a side and obviously there's, there's a fluidity, but you pick a side. I don't think you're not saying pick a side for all topics, you know, like certain topics you lean more one way and you lean more the other way. And it just depends and every person's different. Like some people think one topic and one policy is more important than the other. Yeah, you know you're gonna lean one and that's kind of what i was trying to say and um but i feel like going on your off of what we were just talking about i feel like the most important for people to do is just you know you got to learn to listen you may not agree with it but listen <sighs> listening that's a tough thing for some people even if like even if you say something i still with it too <laughs> like oh it's so hard for some people because it's this line between the threshold where my emotions just don't control you anymore. So whatever you say, I'm not going to listen because I'm mad. That happens even more on Twitter than it does on, on in conversational interactions, which is whack because we like, for example, we get more pleasure out of a conversation with even, I get more pleasure out of talking with you than I do out of this, than I do out of texting you, than I do out of tweeting at you. That like the lowest form of happiness is through like social media. The one of the highest forms of hatred, obviously the physical, like I hate you, I'm yelling at you, I want to fight you. But then if I'm tweeting at you, I hate you. I despise you because I can say whatever the hell I want about you and how you're a terrible person and you hate everyone and you want everything to be bad and the world to burn. And it's like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. They just, I just want to have an argument. I want to discuss another side with you. And I want you to understand my side and maybe we won't agree. That's fine. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ignore you for the rest of your life. You might have 
the thing is, people are multifaceted. There's just so many dimensions of them. Like you said, and I've been saying, is that we agree with some things and we, we swing to the other side and we agree on this side and other things. So it's we can't let people fall into this category of, oh, I'm all this or I'm all this. No, I am some of this and some of this and then a little bit in the middle and then a little bit here and it's switching out and it changes. Some people are easy and like people think that changing your mind is like a naive way of thinking. No, there's, cause you can't just obviously switch like nothing constantly, but you gotta be able to, it may not even be changing your mind, but accepting the facts and being totally okay with, with standing on your ground, but, but still knowing what the other side of the hedge, the hedge looks like, you know, what were you going to say? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I do agree with that. And it's kind of like, and as you're saying, like you can't process, like you got to take time to process everything. Like you aren't going to change like that. I'm not saying you will change. It's just, you got to take the time to process it and understand the other person's point of view. And it get like, as I was saying, and like, it's that whole thing about listening. Just yeah. have to listen. It's, it's listening and but also attempting to understand it's attempting it's trying it's seeing it's really it's the idea of theory of mind which is a thing in psychology which kind of dis distinguishes people from um having autism i think i don't want to i i'm totally forgetting but it's it's a disorder it's from having a disorder it's a it's a it's basically not being able to think in someone else's shoes and that is literally what listening is sometimes because people will explain to you like i felt this something happened to me i think this and like you gotta literally try and put yourself in ever in their lives to understand that and sometimes you can't you just can't i don't know everything that goes on in everyone's lives but i know what what can change that and so i i try to learn and um with like all that i think that also um it really it really constricts conversation because I'm like, I'm so happy I have this podcast because we're just talking about stuff, totally shooting the shit with you. It's chill. It's, it's been, it's been two hours. Like I'm, I feel fine. I'm calm, tired of it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Right now. It's just, but we have, we have, yeah, we totally. And we're just, but we, ha we have the platform to do this at our you know and it's not like I'm, I'm the one tossing around hot takes and stuff i mean maybe what i i don't even i've addressed things that are pretty hot but i'm not like saying like you know this group of people are bad or this group of people are bad i think i mean there are groups of people that like i disagree with that doesn't make them bad that doesn't make them that's a human construct bad and good they exist there are animals that exist as invasive species they're not bad. They're just doing their thing and they're doing it too much. That's not on them. They're trying to live. They just keep on doing their thing. So I think, um, I think we, we need to accept those people as part of society, but not, um, but not just discourage the fact, like we don't have to learn about that stuff. And the certain, like, for example, the thought of society, like I don't need to learn about that stuff because it's not actually provable or in any way or stuff like that. Like there's belief systems that are 
I mean, I mean, that's one that's like pretty flawed in a sense, but I wouldn't say that there's certain ones, ways of thinking that aren't, aren't, aren't necessarily provable, that aren't, that hold up to a standard of objectivity. And I think they, that that's like, there's a, there's a level <clears throat> that you have to achieve, I guess, but for the most part, we should be still, we shouldn't be cutting those out. We shouldn't be cutting those out of society. We should just let them be. Cause like, they're not going to drive people mad. No one's going to just like, I mean, someone died trying to prove the earth was flat doing with this rocket thing and his parachute caught and it was bad. But like, that's on him. He put himself through that. That was his life dream. He was talking read about it, some about it. And like that, that trying to prove is that's how you get into like, that's how you do it. It's the true science. But if it's not provable, then like, I don't see why, why we should learn it, but I also don't see why we should go around and just shut it down. Like if there are every, every, um, every way of thinking were a tent, we just start burning them. No, we should let them stand. We shouldn't let them get too big because they're like, all right, yeah, that's kind of stupid. But for the most part, they don't have that much of an effect. They're not pissing anyone off. Their music isn't too loud. And they're not invading our other parties. They're just there doing their own thing. They're trying to get people to their parties, but it's not working. It's not going to work because, because people like, people like the truth. People don't like the truth all the time. People like the simple truth, which is damn annoying because that's never the case really for anything. Um, there are some obviously like in math and the simple forms of things, but when you get more bigger and more, broader and more complex there's never one solution there's never one key to that opens the golden lock and then everything makes sense no but we have that's that's chaos that's the 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 theory like chaos theory that's just that there's no that's the complexity of life and there's always entropy goes on and so we have to that's part of human condition it's part of every condition it's the inexplicability of just thought and I don't know. I, I just don't think I like that people exist for this reason because they just there's so much variability, there's so much difference, there's so much stuff. And I think it's so cool. Some of it's stupid. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to think that. I'm not saying it's actually stupid. I just like I disagree with it. I'm like, okay, but I'd be willing to listen. I'd be willing to like, all right, you you as a firm believer of said topic, talk to me and tell me why you think this. And at the end. I might not, I might not have listened very much, but I'm going to make it an interaction worth being in. And I think that's, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the perfect, I'm not a perfect person. I can't even, I don't like saying that. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, bro. I am the guy you want to be right now. No, no one. I think everyone wants to, no one, shut up. No one should want to be someone else. I think that's a whole different discussion. That's, self-esteem issue you got there and i think that's worth i think it's better to look at yourself than to look at other people but that's not the point i'm making i think it's that i don't know it's just freedom i think the idea of freedom is so people think it's so glorious and i think it should be it should just be allowed. It should just be allowed. And that's accept the trade-offs. I think there's trade-offs that we're willing to take that people aren't, that I think is, are, are easier to take than they are. And there's trade-offs that we're not willing to take. And then we, we push back. And so. I feel like 
that going off the idea of freedom, I feel like we as living, especially living in the U.S., we take it so much for granted, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you can't just, you can't just go, like, you can't just stop protesting in most countries. I love that we can, I love that we people have, like, a big thing that I've noticed in some, for example, on the, the left side of politics is that a lot of people are going against let's say like certain theorists of critic like critical certain I mean there's different theories actually but like there's um a lot of justice theory across many spectrums of thing of just categorization of groups and like people um and injustice and no and justice theory within that and I think they're trying to make it that's part of a big thing and uh, you see today and I think that um, I think those people sometimes will have some flawed thoughts sometimes like saying that we are, we are, we are part of this group. No, you, and you can be your own group say la vie. That's fine. Don't go pushing into someone else's group, but you're allowed to think that. And that's a big distinction between agreeing with someone and agreeing with the fact that they, it's, it's, it's basically, it's like taking a picture of the thought, like, you're allowed to take that picture, but you can't, I, I don't have to be a part of that picture. I'm not in that picture. I'm just taking the picture and it exists and it's allowed to happen. And that's freedom right there in the sense that I'm allowed to hear something. I'm allowed to believe something and it's not going to get me jailed, killed, uh, arrested in like, no. maybe yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying the scenarios that it's like, where my freedom is limited. And I think that's, that's a scary thought. I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm very young and I, I mean, I'm, free, I'm about as free as you can fucking get, but like the opposite, man, oh man, <laughs> authoritarian people, you know, just on your shit, like, dude, you don't need to worry about me. I'm not, and it's like a lot of people are like that. I mean, a lot of people aren't like, imposing their will i mean there are some people and it, a lot of it is pushed back and that's you know that's fine because you're allowed to push back but i think there's an imposition and there's a there's a hatred and there's a there's just this this loathing on the other side that it's like it's like if you leave something on the ground for too long the opposite side you just that's what you're thinking of it just wears down and it ages and it gets uglier and uglier because you've never actually thought about it. You've never looked at the other side. You've never flipped the other side. It's like you're cooking a steak. You just leave it on one side. You cook anything on a, on a grill or a stove. You leave it on that side. It just burns and it gets ugly and pointless. And like, why would I even do this? That's like thinking. And that if they, if they just leave it, I'll hate it more. I won't even do it. And I was just, like, as I was speaking, I was realizing that a big thing about, like, woke culture is a big one is that there's a lot of that, um, there's the unwillingness to be told to hear the other side because they feel it's going to, like, influence culture in such a traumatic way that it's irreversible. And it's like, no, that's not the case. There are so many ways of thinking that are not going to influence us. And that's got to, I think... 
it's, it's, the, it's the priority and the weight that people put on, on words and thought and people like, um, what's it called? What's his, uh, like, the, like, again, I just keep bringing up flat earthers, but something like that, where it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Just do your thing. I'm not going to fight you. So it's just, I, like I'm saying, it's just freedom against the concept of freedom. And yeah, dude. I don't know how we can do that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, um, what was I going to say? Well, I guess the last thing we can talk about right now, really, I mean, it concerned, like, politics. I've always wanted to, I want to talk about this. And I guess we can start the conversation. You can listen to the next podcast maybe about this. Is that, um, I mean, we only have, like, a couple more minutes, I mean, 20 more minutes or so. We could start talking about this a bit. You okay? Yeah. You know, I get heard a little bit, you know, get a little rowdy about it all. <laughs> you know what it is. But you know, uh, I think uh, I wanted to say um, was the, I mean, the last thing I wanted to cover, I guess, is that. Yeah, I have something to tell you, though, about politics. Well, yeah, I, I thought politics. I, I thought it was pretty cool because it happened today. I don't know if oh. you saw it. It's more on like the foreign policy side of it. Yeah, uh, you're, you're the only one that really feels good on this stuff. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of my concentration on everything is like the international side of things. I focus more on like yeah. diplomatic relations and international security type things. Yeah. But anyways, today, which I thought was really cool, you know, nerding out a little bit about it. But where the UAE, Israel, and the U.S. was kind of the mediator, and God, it's such a small country. It starts with a B. It's one of those middle. Always blank on it. But anyways, the UAE, which is always like a very strong, you know, they've always been against the state of Israel and everything. Uh, They just started. They signed an agreement today to start diplomatic relations with Israel. With Israel. With Israel. That's huge. That's huge. huge. That is huge. That's massive. Yeah. Good for them. That's a, that's big. I mean, that's a big thing I've thought about like in um one thing I've read with again like a democratic side talking about Trump, like they still hate him for like a lot of the things he's doing cuz he's Yeah. Kyle's running this country right now in the sense of like how just stupid the some of the shit he says and how like off it comes off and stuff he's just he just does it in the worst way possible but there's so much and but I, like and this I, is well, I, yeah and i haven't been following it but i've heard that a big thing that trump was doing was getting involved in that kind of stuff and as us was being mediator we have like an imposition on the world that's like insane we helped we're on the other side. We could have nothing to do with this and be fine. I mean, probably not in the long run. Maybe, I don't know, honestly. I don't know how it really works. But I think relations, that's a huge, that's a huge step. I love when things happen like that. That's literally two, two people dapping each other up and being like, you can come over. And that's it. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. It's, and, I think, and I think they could both benefit from each other. They're both such – what's up? 
I'm kind of nerding out about it. A little no, bit. dude, that's not nerdy. Nerding out is like not that. It's boring and not interesting. This is pretty interesting stuff. I mean, the first, like, you know, one of the first Middle Eastern states to actually recognize Israel. I know. Because no, I've, I've really heard about that stuff. I mean, and they talk about it. Like, it's honestly crazy. Like, honestly, like, I'm not going to lie. 2020 has been a crazy freaking year. It's really been a weird year. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be the last weird year. I've come to realize that. I think. Hell no. <laughs> I think people think of this as like, oh, this is the one bad year. And it's just going to be fine again. Dude. No, this took a stain. This is a, this is like, if you. It's just a matter of us adjusting to it. Yes, exactly. It's like if you had a heart monitor going and it's always going pretty much the same. And all of a sudden someone just punched you in the balls as hard as they could. And just, you're in pain and agony. Your heart rate changes for such an extreme amount of time. That's what it did. And then you never recover from that because it's so painful and you just don't have balls anymore. And you, you wish you didn't even have a penis because it hurts so much like that. Or I guess in the other sense, if I guess there's no like replace, I, mean, I don't know. That was just one in the sense of like, cause we're two males and it's easy to analogize that, but like something that is, that's probably not the most, but breaking something and just not letting it fix for or not like hurting your back and then just leaving it and working and continuing to do the same thing is just dealing with that pain. This might take four or five years to deal with and to, to get over, to make it re repairable. We're probably not. This could be 20 years, 50 years, hundred years. We could be so many years where this is just getting worse. We're going to start doing something about it. I think that's going to cause a huge shift in, in, the idea of well it's going to be existential distress but it's also going to be it's also going to be a focus on now going back to the basics and living and making sure that we're still here we can't just leave yet there's no place to just go and just not live on earth anymore that doesn't exist yet like what if the earth blew up yeah what happened in the next 30 years you know maybe we'll be living Venus, you know. Oh man, but it's if that happens, Venus. That would be scary. That would be insane. <laughs> well, what's the what's the alien from that TV show? Uh, American Dad, Roger. Maybe we'll find Roger. Maybe we'll find Roger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be the next Martians. You know. I uh, I just hope we we figure our shit out. I think I think this is now we've lived long enough. In, I mean, not we as me and you, I'm saying as an existence of... As a race of species. <laughs> species. I'm saying our entire species has existed in this for long enough. We're, we're an anomaly when it comes to life on Earth because we're so fucking smart. We're, our brains work in a way that is... You, just, you can't explain it. It's so awesome. Consciousness exists. The fact that we have consciousness and no one else can actually articulate that as a no one when I say no other uh, species of animals, but I think we, we now have farther enough, farther, ah, we are far enough along that we, um, I think we know how to fix this. And I think we need to realize that it's not that easy. It's not going to be very easy, 
but we need to do something about this. We need to address, we need to reprioritize, and we need to realize that, yes, living still matters, so let's keep doing that. Um, and I think, and I think we can focus on, we can continue to focus on, you know, justice in society, the social issues. That's definitely something worth still discussing because that can actually evolve while we're focusing on just simple existence that can easily exist. That's not a, not a tough one to do, but I think, I think what some people are asking for is too much and it's too it's, it's going out of your way to make a change that I think, I think is only for the ill-minded. That is like, if you're, if you have a certain um, prejudice towards someone, I think that prejudice is, is just an ill-minded thought. And I think that can be taught. I, can, I think that can be learned away. And I think it, it may never go away, but that's freedom of thought. Like I said earlier, it can't, I can't just tell him to fuck off. And then he just actually fucks off. Like, I just have to tell him to fuck off and accept it and accept that he's going to keep living, keep talking. And I, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, he's not going to ruin the world. So like, it's okay. It's okay. That's the synthesis. That's the compromise. And we come to acceptance that there are, there are mutual disagreements, but we are willing to find the middleman. <laughs> and, the windows are open and then there's just a breeze. Yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw that shoot. I was like, what, that? like, what the hell is going on yeah, right now? Same. But in, in closing on that point, I just wanted to say, like, I, I think, I think there's, a, there's a long ways we need to go. I'm not the one to say that. I'm not the one to be the spearhead for that or anything. I just think, I just think I've, I've lived in it long enough where I've, like, I've learned from so many people and I've heard so many things. And I'm like, dude, you're not right. You're partly right. There's parts of it you're right. But I'm like, that just doesn't make much sense. And I just can't agree with you. But there's some parts of it where I can't agree with. And I'm like, dude, if we just mix it together, we'll find the answer here. And I think we have to, that's the acceptance. It's a listening. It's the understanding. It's the conscious awareness of other sides. So It's all about the listening. It's so, all about it's listening. only about the listening because it's actually taking action, obviously. But I think exactly. it's hugely, hugely about listening and giving up, giving up a stance that isn't that big of a deal. You're fine. You can listen. You're not going to be an idiot now because you changed your mind. No, it's fine. Fine. We'll listen. It's all, I'll know. And then I don't need to know, but I agree. I, uh, yeah. Well, this is great, man. This is a lot. Oh, I haven't even checked. What are we running at right now? I have no clue. Let me just look. I can tell you. Um, what is it? Show meeting duration. Three hours almost. Two hours and fifty-three minutes. Oh, but plus the plus the pausage. Um, so probably like two hours, a little over two hours, or not two and a half hours. But yeah, man. I mean, I, this is the second podcast I've ever done. This I've done a couple, but not this is the second podcast I've created. And this is a long talk. I love this, man. I mean, we even talked. You, you know, you and I, we could talk for hours, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I don't know if you enjoyed. I mean, I, I think you did, but we should definitely do this again.
Um, Dude, uh, do part two, you know? Yeah, I mean, we could have more parts to this, and we can. I want to hear more about your takes on, um, you know, just pol- political stuff. I, I mean, not political stuff, but like social stuff. I mean, outside yeah. of like the answers, we're not looking for the answers. I'm looking for more like, what do you hate? Or I don't know. I, we don't I think about it. yes, yes. No, I understand that. Just, um, I want to hear your opinion. I want to know I can. Yeah. Right. But, you know, kind of running short on time. I wish I could talk about it. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this. That's yeah. what part two is for, baby. That's what part two is for. Exactly, exactly. All right. I'll All right, you. buddy. And good to see Thanks you. Thanks for having me, you know. It's good talk. Yeah.